Hello everybody and welcome to the Crewcast. A little bit of a intro on this one because we had a little bit of a, a tinkle. We had a little bit of a technical wibble, but I have salvaged the podcast. But there will be times during this, only for short periods, where Lou does sound like he's got his head in the bin. Well, and, and I mean, it's not just because he is a trash panda, because he is. He loves a good, a good little scuttle around a bin. I mean, you've never seen him happier than when he's just rolling around in a good old trash can. Or it could be the fact that his microphone wire was maybe playing up a little bit. You decide. But either way, this is a fun podcast. We're back. We've got a new whiskey. We've uh, got some tales to tell of uh, going to get Lou's motorcycle, which he will hopefully be joining the rest of the crew on very, very soon. And uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get some ride outs aimed for maybe Boxing Day, if, if that's a thing. Maybe we could sort something out like that. Let us know. And then also, we let you know, uh, we're going to be getting back to the Q&As, back to the good old standards. So keep an eye on my Instagram, Lex underscore fitness. Keep an eye on the Black Country Barbell and Lewis's Instagram. And uh, we'll be asking you some questions on there for next week's ones. And the whiskey tastings are back. The cigar smoking will be back. And the fun stories are definitely back with this one. So enjoy Lex and the Trash Panda. We ballsed it. We missed a week. Uh, it just, you know, shit. it was it was Halloween. Was going on. It was my birthday. There was family stuff on, and we just couldn't get it in. No. Like your first time, That's when the date said. goes all the way, you just we just couldn't get it in. Nope. <laughs> but we've come back, we've practiced, and now we're better at it. We can get it in now. <laughs> we're getting it in. Yeah, so, lots has gone on the last like couple of weeks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots. And we've got Christmas around the corner, all yeah. ready. Hang on, this feels wrong. I'm still in my sweats from the gym. Let's just, let's go. Yeah. I'm really hot as well, actually. String it I don't know why we're, why we're both... It's because it's cold as shit outside. outside. <laughs> Literally the last three days, what the hell's happened? I know. I know. It's like it forgot it was winter, yeah. or supposed to be winter, and then the clock's changed, and the seasons went, oh, yeah. Yeah, November's just Isn't like... Isn't something we were supposed to have done? Oh, yeah. yeah. Freeze. Yeah. You can have the cold now that you've not had for the last couple of months. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everyone layered up and everything at the moment. Yeah. So we've got today, we're back on it with the whiskey tasting. Yeah. We're, and this is our, we're going to get back on with the whiskey because I know we've missed it a few weeks in a row. We've been mm. drinking the same stuff. And we're getting too, we're too young and youthful to be drinking the same thing all the time. Yeah. So to combat our young and youthfulness, we've got something old. <laughs> Ancient. So now we don't have, you see, but we don't have the vring. Microphones anymore to do the the opening of the crew chest. Forgot about that. Are they knocking around in here? So instead of a nice, <laughs> nice, quiet, instead of a nice noise, all I've got is two bits of metal. So let's open the chest. Oh, it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Evan Williams single barrel vintage. So this is a glorious looking bottle of whiskey. It has. A glorious wax top. They went all the way. They oh. waxed it. It's waxed an hourglass, it halfway down. It's like an hourglass figure. It's it's a little bit sexual. But this is a 2012 bottle in 2019. About to be drunk by two idiots. Mm. Seems a waste, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
But this, this is it. So it's a Kentucky bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon. We've had this discussion before. Evan Williams Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Single Barrel Vintage. 43.3%. So it's a nice old kicker. And the best part about it, on the back, it has this... Well, I'll get the video thing out so you guys can see it. On the back, you can see it's handwritten. It was barreled on the 1st of the 19th. Oh, it's American, which means it's the 19th of the 1st. One of the two. No, it's, a, yeah, it's going to be American. 19th of the 1st, 2012. It was barrel number four, and it was bottled on the 19th of November in 2019. Yeah. And handwritten as well, which is quite nice. But you know it's small batch when it's like that, so you yeah. know there's some care gone into this. Yeah. There's a little book on the side of it as well. This would make a really nice gift. If you're looking for Christmas gifts... Well, we'll try it, obviously. Yeah. It might taste like bum, but I doubt it. And Evan Williams, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Yeah, so when we were, when I was looking at these... Um, oh, because so it was my birthday. It was Lexi's birthday. Yeah, I've got when, to say when that. When was it now? Like, November the 1st is yeah, my so birthday. A few days ago, right? All Saints Day. Yeah. So how far a fine line is that? You've got Halloween yeah. one day, so you're a ghoul or a ghost or a demon. Yeah. Next day, All Saints Day. Yeah. It's like, oh, so if you weren't born on that one, yeah. you're not evil. You must be the opposite of yeah. and be godlike. Well, no, are saints gods? No, saintly. Saint, just saintly. Yeah. Nah. That's a bit shit. I'd rather be a demon. At least you got powers. Yeah. What have saints got? Robes. Yeah. Maybe a, a statue. A bird poop statue. Yeah. A conscience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in some like stained glass windows in a nice church. Yeah, maybe. But so yeah, where did you get where did you pick this up? Uh, just a local whiskey shop near me. I went in there armed with your favourite drinks, saying like this, that, and the other. Um, and then out of, out of, I hope you really literally said he this, likes this, that, and the other. And yeah. like, we know exactly what you mean. I've got just what you need. <laughs> got what you need. <laughs> and then there's just a box which is just like shit we can't sell. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what he would like. Just under the counter, <laughs> shit we can't sell, and one for the dum dums. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, this was one of the recommendations. There is another one that I got, Lex, as well, which you'll see next week. Yeah, and that is the... So somebody commented... Oh, he sent me messages about these. I got a few people messaging me about the Elijah... Oh, uh, yeah. I want to call it Elijah Craig. Wood. <laughs> Elijah Craig. Elijah so Craig. the love child of Daniel Craig and Elijah Wood. Yeah. yeah. Should taste... Should taste short and sharp, yet heavily bodied. <laughs> hairy-footed. Have you seen Elijah Wood now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he still looks pretty much the same, but with a little belly. Yeah, I know. It's quite bizarre, isn't it? But has refused to change his jeans. So he's still wearing the same size jeans as when he didn't have a little belly. Oh, that's still yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, I'll tell you what, I was watching as well the other day. No, not the other day, literally today. Um, you know, on YouTube, they've got these um, things now where it's actors break down their iconic roles. Yeah. Really yeah. interesting. There's yeah. some cool ones there, especially Christian Bales is a brilliant one to watch because mm. he's got a few in there. He's got American oh. Psycho, Batman, all that. Um, the guy who plays the Riddler in the new Batman, like spe- spectacle-wearing oh, yeah. lunatic. Yeah. In real life, he is... He looks, he's made of butter. Yeah. He's got... He always, he, oh, he's not cool at all. Yeah. He's not cool to listen to. He's super boring. Yeah. And yeah, he's a he's like pure like it looks like you could push your finger through him. Yeah, he's he's an absolute. I think he's if he, when he sits, he looks like a question mark. <laughs> he's just not cool. Don't watch it. It takes away from his roles because he's a good psychopath. Yeah, but when you see him as a normal person, he's like side parting. He's super doughy. Yeah, he's like skinny, really skinny fat. Yeah, so he's actually really quite heavily. High body fat. I think he's more body fat than he is anything else. 
I think he's. I think he's replaced organs <laughs> with the body fat. I couldn't. I couldn't even listen to what he was saying because I was just looking at his. Sh- he looks like he's melting. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, I can definitely see how that would take the edge off. Yeah. Uh, kind of the fear factor. Because now he's there I'm... trying to murder you, and then a fucking w- a gust of wind blows him over. <laughs> he's just. Oh, he's just flubber. It's like he's. He's actively tried to reduce body muscle. Mm. It's like he's gone about, but without getting obese. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. He's found the sweet spot. How can I catabolize as much muscle as possible? Whilst just maintaining a full 40-year-old man's pooch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not cool. How did did this come about? What were we talking about? Elijah Wood, wearing jeans that were too small for him. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that's not even the fucking whiskey that we've got today. That's next week. Oh, yeah, that's next week. Yeah. So Evan Williams is today's whiskey. Do you want to read the little uh, oh, yes, the little book? And this looks great, honestly, as a gift. If I, I, well, I got it as a gift, and it's as the gift receiver. He be- recommends it's beautiful. <laughs> like it's almost like it, it's the it's how it's like shapely. It's a shapely bottle, mm-hmm. which is kind of kind of sexy looking. But then it has this perfect. It's like a it's like an S and M boot for a whiskey bottle. It is, yeah, yeah. It's a bit it's a bit kinky. It is, but with, then with the color of the bourbon behind it, it's yeah. a really nice contrast. So it says smooth tasting, high ratings. Yeah, this is Williams, kind of like it's, it's S and M, but not that super high tech, clean S and M that you get nowadays. Yeah, this is no, like this is AliExpress S and M. This is like I don't know the the S and M that was Do going on in in Zed's basement in Pulp Fiction. Yes, yes, that's what they were drinking. They were drinking Evan Williams <laughs> while fucking that gimp. Well, oh. this is a proper little book attached to what I say. There's bourbon. There's bourbon single barrel bourbon. And Evan Williams single barrel vintage bourbon. Too many bourbons in one sentence, though. Yeah, it was a lot of bourbon. Bourbon, 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 bourbon. bourbon, bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, bourbon is a blend of many barrels. Bourbon bottled from a single barrel is categorized as single barrel bourbon. Well, they complicated that, didn't they? <laughs> Who would have guessed? Evan, nobody. Evan Williams single barrel vintage bourbon, however, is much more. It's only single barrel bourbon. There is a lot of bees. A single barrel bourbon bottled. That is a tongue twister. It's only single barrel bourbon bottled. (laughs) With a vintage date to provide proof of age. And a subtle... That's what most dates actually do require now. A proof of age. Wow. Into the modern era. Um, And the subtle year-to-year distinctions found in fine wines. What a difference a date makes. Especially if they're underage. Jail. Whiskey of the year after year after year. Evan Williams Single Barrel Bourbon continues to receive awards and accolades year after year in recognition of its superior qualities. The following are but a few. Whiskey of the... Oh, lots of just awards. One, two, three, four, five awards. Oh, yeah, I remember he Six, said that he had seven, won. eight awards. Yeah, I remember he said that that had won quite a lot of awards. You turn the page and there's just more awards. Yeah. And then it says... It's just bragging a bit. Here's from a wine enthusiast. Okay. This distillery has issued a vintage Evan Williams bottled every year since 1986. And each year the whiskey has been better than the previous bottling. Whiskey lovers. Converting wine lovers. Does it literally just say from a wine lover? It just says wine enthusiast. That's it. That could be anybody. I don't know. That's just that, that could be, be that that's could like be. everyone's mom, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think everyone's mom would be described as a wine enthusiast, like borderline functioning alcoholic. Yeah. But yeah, we'll call you a wine enthusiast. <laughs> that's what they've done. 
<laughs> they went to the best alcoholic in the town yeah. and then got a quote. So here it is. Uncork a bottle of Evan Williams single barrel vintage bourbon for a date you will always remember. Now that's clean. I like that. Well done. That's a lovely little thing. I'm curious to see how that opens because that so heavily waxed and then there's a nice little tab on there. There's a, it's not little. It's a very thick wax tab on the side. I feel bad breaking this. It's so clean and nice looking. But I don't know if it's actually going to be a tooth jobby. How are you supposed to... Did you crack it? Oh, it's pretty bendy. It's turgid yet flexible. Mm. Hmm. They've overwaxed the tab, if I'm honest. <laughs> As the muscly man wrestles with the piece, yeah. piece yeah. of paper. I mean, I'm confi- Should we? Are you supposed to cut it? Maybe. Just grab it with your teeth. And Do it. Say, I feel bad doing that. And just try and twist maybe. See if that does it. Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, as a gift, it will be uncouth opening it in front of public. Here we go. Oh, it's a big, thick pile of wax. That is. Look how deep that is. Holy shit. That's, they didn't skimp on the wax. They did not skimp on the wax. You can make, melt this down and make a candle afterwards. All right. Oof, that is a hefty tab. It's, t- it's, it's a, a cork. It's of t- course it's a cork. I don't know why we doubt if that would ever be there. Come on, wax. Give it up. It's been on there since 2019, though. Here we go. Are you ready, people? We're about to unleash two... Th- what was it like? Well, it was bottled in 2019, so three years of being kept inside... Oh, it's cheeky. Mm-hmm. Oh, mate. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, there's lots of smells going on there. Different ones from the cork. Yeah. The... Well, the cork was quite corky to start with, but then it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a cork enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> the cork is quite corky, but then it goes away. It smells... I can smell almost a bit sherry-like. Yeah, tones. I was going to say, I can smell some sherry. It's got that like fruity, sweet oh, fruit very in it. sweet and nice. Oh, yes. I don't think that's going to be too heaty either. I think it's just going to be warming. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't have ice with this because it is a single barrel. So you don't, you don't, you just don't. Oh, hang on. You go. Glug pour. or pourer. It's going to glug. You've been very particular about your, your glass today. You've wiped it about eight times. I know, I don't know what's going on. I what's swear I keep cleaning it. And then someone comes in and like... Is it inside or is it just you smudging it up with your big no, knuckles? No, it's all good now. It's all right, good. you're good now. Here we go. <laughs> Well, I haven't even poured it and it made that noise. It's still it's, all in it's the bottle. The, it's the curviness it's of it. It is. It's because it's going from that side to that side. So it's, it's like... just filling the booty. Yeah. That sounds like I'm pouring it and I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You could you could pretend to pour this for people yeah. and then really pour like some shit. Yeah. So you go, oh yeah, I'm pouring it for you. And then underneath, you just pour in like any old cack. Oh my God, that's so satisfying. Whoa. Whoa. We got some. Caught it. Caught the dribble. Oh, that is a dark and rich-looking bourbon. That is that is what you want. Oh, little lip. Well, oh, saved it. It was running down the side of the glass, and underneath it tried to escape a little drip. Right. We don't need to wait. We don't need to wait. Well, we no. can let it breathe for a little bit. We should probably let it breathe for a little bit. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I was going to say, though, the best bit about this is we don't Well, have no, it's all right. The surprise is not over, because as you shall see in my hand, I have what looks like... A, a makeup makeup case, <laughs> but it's not. You flick the lid, and then you release, and da 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 da. Look at that! You know what that is? That is a Peaky Blinders cigarette case. 
So you flick the lid, and when you flick the lid, the body splits into two underneath into like a V-shape and springs open on both sides. But obviously mine doesn't have cigarettes in it. It has little cigarellos. But they're not any old cigarellos. We've got Cohibas. Then we've got the Juliettes. Uh-huh. So they're miniature versions of the big boys. Right. Which should be interesting. Now these four here are Juliettes, and the rest of them are the Cohiba. The, and they're, they're the Cuban Habanas. Ooh. So, do you want to try a Cuban Havana? Yeah, Cigarello. Yeah. Should we yeah. save it for... We'll have our first... we have the sip of whiskey first? Yeah. And then go... Havana. It it's... smells very horsey horse. I love that smell. Oh, it's a good smell. But yeah, so I got that, just because it'd be cool. Especially when we're out on the bikes, because next week, Lou's goes back to test. Yep, finally got... So I got my Mod 2 next week. Fingers crossed, all will go well. No. You gotta take two tests, do it. Yeah. Car one test. Yeah. Bike two. We don't. Well, technically bike. three, really, because you well four. Oh, CBT. You've got your CBT, your theory, your mod one, mod two. Yeah, but theory is both with car and bike. But then you have to do it again for the bike. Yeah. So, yeah you still have maybe, to do. Yeah. You have to go. You got to do it all again. Yeah. So, so it's not a straightforward process, is it at nah, all? No, not at I all. I felt bad for the chap who I'm. I had my lessons with because he's like twenty-two or something like that. Oh, he can't ride anything. Yeah, so he can ride something. Up to a five? No, it's, it's all, up to a certain. Nah, horse, you yeah, think it's, it's you think it's oh, it can ride up to a, a five six hundred cc, but no, it's all to do with kilowatts of power output. Yeah. So he could actually ride some older, bigger bikes because mm. the power output's low. Yeah. But he, some smaller new bikes, he's not allowed. It's yeah. a weird thing. And then what they do is they'll say, oh, you can put a restrictor on it, and just. Just just down tune it a bit. They just don't work. Like they're designed to have a certain power for the weight of the bike and the, everything's the ratios are there for a fucking reason. You ever thought you could put restrictors on stuff? It's a dum dum dummy. You're gonna be you're gonna get in sticky situations that you can't get out of because you need the power. A lot of the time it's safer to have the power. Yeah. So what's come on over the last couple of weeks? Did did they know about me getting the bike back? No! Oh we've got the tale to tell. Yeah, so Lose what happened was right here. We go. Yes, here we go. Because we got some funny tales for you. This one, here we go. So, in our crew cast glasses, thank you, Mary. Thank you. Oh, uh, Mary, your gift that you brought us at the Halloween party is not here, it's still at the gym. So, we will unveil that with the other whiskey next week and a, and a proper thing to go with it. Yeah, yeah, right. Here we go. The Evan Williams 2012 single barrel bourbon. I just did some proper ASMR, then I gulped that right by the... Oh, that is a lot warmer than I expected. Yeah, it's got quite a bit of... Oh, that is a lovely heat. Right from the front of the tongue, right the way back, instant heat. Mm-hmm. That is a... That's really weird, because on the other ones we've had, the heat always comes afterwards back up from, from your chest upwards. Mm-hmm. This is going it's immediate and then warming down. Yeah. It's nice, though. I like that. Yeah, it's got more heat than I was expecting. It's, it's got very... Caught me a bit off guard. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, and then all of a sudden it came. Yeah, it keeps coming. So, is that, it's pretty, uh, right, second sip. Yeah, going number two. Oh, that is smooth. Oh, wow. A little bit of smokiness on the second one. Very, oh, that is really, really, really well balanced. You've got the heat down the sides of your tongue, up onto the roof of your mouth, kind of, and it hovers at the top of the throat. It doesn't really, doesn't go down to the chest too much. You've got a lot more sweetness on that second sip as well. I got smokiness, then the sweetness afterwards. Originally, I got heat, sweet, and then not too much smoke. So smoke, I got heat, smoke, sweet then. And it's almost, 
<sighs> there's something in there. I want to say cherry, but it's wrong. But there's Is it something. Like raisin or something? There's some, yeah, something like that. It's tangier than it would be like a vanilla or anything. It's definitely like a a heavier sweetness. Yeah. Is it like dates? Like, like mm. kind of. Yes, it's dainty like. It's a dried fruit. Yes. Like a but like a rich sweetness. Yeah. I don't know whether we're supposed to taste that, but that is 100% what it tastes like. That is really, really nice. And it's a sipper as well. Because of that heat, it slows you down. Yeah. Because the heat lasts afterwards. So it leaves you quite satisfied. You sit back and the heat just stays with you. Oh, it's lovely, that is. That is really nice. Well, we stepped it up a little bit with this one. You went a bit above and, above and uh, at our normal levels with that. Yeah, well, that, I'd, it's it's won a shit ton of awards. I'd have a recommendation, so I thought it was worth, worth a the punt. shot. Yeah. Ooh, that heat is still there in a good way. Mm. I like that a lot. Yeah, it is. It's good. I wonder how it's going to change. I, I can't tell what ends what. That's what she said. That's what she said. So, whilst I dis decide which end to put in my mouth, <laughs> um, yeah. So, Lou, we've done we've done the discussion of you getting the bike, have we? Where? Yeah, we talked about that you. We, we basically bought Lou a bike. So I did. I was getting. Whilst he was asking what was going on. Yeah, I was just dazed <laughs> and confused. Like, yeah. Where am I? We were like, "Do you like this bike?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's kind of okay." And as it, before the sentence was finished, he was like, "Cool." Offers in. <laughs> and then within 20 minutes, you owned a motorbike after just saying, the discussion started, what would you like to ride? And he said, well, my dream bike would be the Indian. But he said, but I kind of like the bikes you ride, at which point me and Mark and myself were like two rabbits here and a fox coming over the hill. Like, Whoa. Yeah. really? Because we didn't know. <clears throat> One more for the CBR gang. <laughs> CBR gang. Because we didn't think you would have wanted that bike at all because you've always talked about the Indians. So we thought, oh, you're going to go with like a monster or something a bit more upright. So when you said that, we were like, we know this realm. <laughs> so we were straight on, found one. Mark found one, sent it to me. I was like, damn, that's that's pretty freaking good. Like the price it was on for was already good. And then um, we showed it to you. Like, do you like that? You went, oh, actually, I do quite like that. Boom. Yeah, that was it. We are like, cool, offers in. And because well, our theory was, if you didn't like it, it was on for such a good price. If you didn't like it, we would buy it anyway. Yeah. Because we'd have no issue selling it. So rather than miss it, we bought it. Well, I bought it. So yeah, we went in, we got this bike, and then we rang you, told you everything that was going on, told you the final price. And you were like, yeah, sounds good. Well, basically what you said was, please don't hurt me. I'll tell you, yeah, please. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Just please, please don't hurt my family. <laughs> I'll be part of the gang. I'll be part of the gang. <laughs> it makes so much sense for multiple reasons, because like the fact that, you and Mark have taken them apart and put them back together a million times. Yeah. If there's anything, because this is a, you know, it's fairly cheap bike just to, to get me going, because I'm probably going to drop it. If I'm going to make, basically, if I'm going to make some mistakes, it's going to, they're, they're going to happen on this bike. Yeah, and it's all original. So before you want to do it up, you can have a bash for it for a season. Yeah, yeah. And then when you get to the end of the season, be like, okay, cool, now I want to start. I'll change this and that, put this on it yeah, and do whatnots. Yeah. But it's already got, can we just state this out? It's got a full Scorpion exhaust system on it. It's worth about 600 quid. Yeah. And you can't even buy them anymore for those bikes. A lot of the ones that the Scorpion made for that, they don't have them in stock anymore. Yeah. So it's, a, it's now rare, rare system. It's got full original fairings on it, which are in good shape other than one snapped bolt point, which snaps on all of them for some reason. But other than that, the thing's like pretty freaking pristine. So we're going to uh, explain. So basically, once we oh, got it lived up in Manchester for the last well, few months. I rode it back that day from Rosendale back to Mark's place in Manchester, yeah. where he kept it in his garage for you until you got your little spot sorted out for it. Yeah. 
so we went up to Manchester to pick up the bike and we got the bike and we rode it back and absolutely nothing went wrong, did it? Which is what anybody else might have been able to tell you. Yeah. But not us. No. no! How long did it take me to get that bike back? About five hours. <laughs> so we had multiple breakdowns from multiple, from multiple bikes. bikes. <laughs> so, went up, went, so Lou came up in the morning. And bear in mind, we planned this day out. So you set off from your house at like 8 a.m. Got to mine for like nine. Oh, no. Did you get to me for eight? Yeah, I think I got I got to you for eight. Got to me for eight. So you set up like seven in the morning. Got to me for eight. We're up in Manchester by about ten, half ten. Um, got the bike out, started up. Everything was great. Didn't seem like there'd be any, anything going on. Everything looked good and, and, well, and dandy. There was some foreshadowing with Mark. Yeah. Well, the, the, the batteries done something. Yeah, which we've kind of brushed over and should have paid more attention to. It's basically, Mark has said he charged up the battery three times since it had been there, which should have red flagged in my head. But for some reason, I didn't. My brain just went, oh, Mark's charged the battery. But the fact he'd had to charge it a few times suggested iffy to diffiness. And if you don't know batteries, what is bad is if they go flat. When they go below a certain voltage, it actually messes up the plates in the battery. Uh, it's also like it's, it's called sulfonation or something. I don't know. That's probably a complete lie. But I know you have to desulfonate them if it happens to repair the battery because it affects their conductivity or some crap. Basically, crap builds up inside the battery. No more black magic to make electricity work. So it had gone flat a couple of times, but that wasn't the real issue. The real issue was Mark had had a problem with his rec reg. He had then plugged in your rec reg from your bike into his bike to see if he could identify that his was the problem. What he didn't notice was when he'd gone to clip the clips back, they looked like they were, it all plugged back in. So, but you'd think they click, but yeah. they don't. It's a it's silent, a yeah, it just slides in and then it's done. It, I don't think it had absolutely just clipped in, which, you know, easy miss, yeah, easy miss. And uh, so we set off. Now, the job of the rec reg is basically... It acts as like a transistor. It, it pulls the voltage down and, and distributes it to the bike and helps recharge the battery. So with no reg rec, you get no recharge of the battery. So we think we set off. We went to see my mum and your bike died at the gate, at the like uh, car park to my mum's. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it's just because it's not been ridden for a while. It's all right. And I jumped started it back down the hill, no problem. And then when I came back out of mum's, uh, it started. Oh. So we're right. All right, sweet. So then we set off and we got about ooh three minutes back in towards going town. And the I was riding and I pulled up with my and and all the clocks went off. Zero electricity. Bike still running though at this point because it's still just made just now it's running off batteries. The bare minimum of the battery. There's not even enough power to power the clocks. And then it started <coughs> and I die. <laughs> And now, so we're stuck in the middle and center of Manchester with a dead bike and we're trying to jumpstart this thing, not knowing the reg ret's not attached. So Mark is now on the bike, penguin paddling it up and down the street, trying to bump start it, which is impossible because there's no charge going to the battery because the reg ret's not putting anything out. Because I think what's happened at this point is the, the clips that had the reg ret attached had just wheeled loose because of the bumps in the road because Manchester roads or roads in the UK suck so bad. It's like driving over train tracks. So obviously because they weren't clipped in, it's wiggled out. So now, but we didn't think this because we looked at the clips and they all looked intact. Yeah, we literally yeah. checked them. We pressed them with our hands. Like, we were like, no, they look good. So we stupidly were like, oh, that's not the problem. 
So we had to get this bike. We, I managed to flat foot slash freewheel this bike to an area just off the side of the road toward, back towards Mark's house where I pulled in, which was apparently a place where everybody dumped nails. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah. <laughs> there was just, I'm amazed that wasn't a fucking other issue altogether, to be honest. So we've got this bike in, in nail in the nail gravel pit at the side of this road. Mark's gone back to get another battery uh, from his house. So he comes back with another battery because, you know, we have bikes. So we all have a million spare batteries because, you know, year to year, you end up just changing them or dropping them in and out. We try different ones. So we dropped the new battery in. Guess what? It started up. Well, of course it did because it was a fully charged fucking battery. So we're like, boom, boom. Oh, perfect. Brilliant. And obviously, in between this, now we'd killed the other battery by multiple trying to it, but in between it, we'd gone to test the clips again, remember? So I think we'd squeezed the clips back so there was the contact was back in again, but again, we hadn't the thing in. So we started up, bike seems fine. It seems fine going out of Manchester. It seems fine going fast out of Manchester. It seems fine when I miss the turning off the motorway that are now on that Mark then does take off because he was behind me now as a head. Mark forgot to remember that I have the navigational sense of a retarded pigeon. So I go, as I'm, but annoyingly, as I'm going past where I'm going off, Mark goes, so you're not turning off then? <laughs> I'm like, clearly not. And then as I look, like a truck was literally on the left-hand side of me, the biggest truck ever. So there was no way of me even getting across. So I was like, I guess not. And then I said to him, I said, you know I'm, I'm pants on this thing. I was 100% requiring you to say next turn in like half a mile. But it's just one of those. But it actually turned out to be a benefit because Mark did pull off on that one as his bike came to a grinding halt at the side of the slip road of the motorway because <laughs> his battery starts dying. Literally, within 30 seconds, I'm on the motorway doing 80 miles an hour. No clocks. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no. So I now don't know where I am. Oh, because your bike doesn't have a sat-nav holder or anything. So I've got my phone in my pocket, no sat-nav on, which is why I missed the turn. And which is why Mark didn't think to tell me either, because normally I have my sat-nav. So he'd forgotten I couldn't see maps on my bike. And he'd also neglected to remember dead pigeon skills. So he's now dead at the side of the motorway as no clocks comes on. And I'm like, well, that's foreshadowing. And I th- and then luckily it was Nutsford, I think it is, services coming up and left in half a mile. No, no, it was like a, a two thirds of a mile. Yeah. I made it to half a mile mm-hmm. and had to pull over. No hard shoulder. I'm on the own, one of the stupid smart motorway, my butt cheeks, dumbass motorway, death, death motorway, in fact, super death, super death motorway. So I pulled over into what can only be described as a gutter. With the bike completely dead, rang you. This is the funniest bit. So, like, I, I obviously, I'm in a car because me and Lex drove up together. I drove up there so he could then ride back. That's how we obviously, like, logistically managed it. So then I was following behind, well, attempting to. Obviously, they lost me in Manchester because it's fucking Manchester and they're on a bike and I'm in a car. Yeah. Um, so, as I get the phone call coming through, I just see Lex walking with the bike yeah. on the side of, of the motorway, not on the fucking slip road. And like you were like, I broke down. I was like, I know, I'm just, I'm just seeing just... But I'm in the outside, like I'm I'm in the the uh, inside lane, not able to like get over to stop anywhere near because it would it, I'd have gone like a mile down the road before I'd have been yeah. able to pull up. Um, but yeah, fortunately, you were really close to the to the services. 
I, you couldn't have told it anywhere. So, and then Mark phoned me, and I thought, oh, Mark's phoning up to give me an update about Lex. <laughs> and then he was like, and I broke down, and I'm just there, fucking driving back home, and I'm just like, both of the bikes are gone. Oh, God. So, uh, it gets better. In different fucking, on different Well, it was, it was lucky that I didn't pull off where Mark pulled off. Yeah. Because I was able to waddle it to the services, but not before the police stopped me. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say mm. that the bike that we were riding was, wasn't my bike. Because for all intents and purposes, we'd made it my bike. Now, mm-hmm. you, you can work that out for yourselves. So... As they pull, as they pull up behind me, I'm like, oh no, please don't do no checkies. Well, it turns out he wasn't. He was just checking that you know I wasn't pulled over on the side of the road to have a chat mm. on the phone, just like a prick. Fair enough. And then I said, oh no, the battery's died. I'm just going to walk into services. Is that okay? I did expect him to half be waiting for me at the services because motorbikes get nicked all the time, so he might have thought it would be dodgy or something like that because obviously I was talking on on the side of the road. Um, luckily not. I then rang the AA and found out that apparently I hadn't taxed hashtag my bike since 2020. I've been on tour around France. <laughs> I've been riding all the time. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> There's just no way I haven't taxed this bloody thing. But mm. apparently they haven't received. What? Whose tax have I been paying? Mm. I've been paying somebody's. <laughs> So when I went to ring the AA, it gets better. Because at this point, I've sent you off to try and find a battery. Because I'm yep. like, find a Halfords, find something, see if we can get a battery. Yep. I mean everywhere. Every store that had the battery, it wasn't charged. Yep. It wasn't ready for sale. Why are you stocking batteries with no charge, people? Charge one. Have one on the shelf. If you've got eight in the back, have one ready to go. I went. I physically went to five different shops and phoned up another, another probably four or five on top of that. You'd gone so far off that like it wasn't even worth you coming back to me because you had to be back down to to see Emma's dad yeah, yeah. and whatnot. And we were like, we okay, were, we were, should have had hours of time to spare. Oh, we had planned the day so effectively. So I'm sat in this car park now on my own, uh, trying to ring around battery places. Trying and then sending you wherever I find whilst you're also trying to and then Mark then has managed somehow he got his bike started again he's managed to get his back home he then drives back out to me in the car fair play to Mark man Jesus with another new battery yeah. well not a new battery another battery from his garage so it's an old battery but not dead yeah. we swap that over then we double check the rec reg clips and as Mark gets his Yorkshire mitts in there with, with dad grip, we hear this stink. Yeah. And he was like, fuck's sake. I was like, what? Regret was unclipped. The whole time, Regret was unclipped. So we put this in. Bing. Bike starts back up. We measure the voltage because he brought a voltmeter. It's revving up as it should. So when you rev, your voltages increase. And then they drop down again when you stop revving. And that's lets you know that your regrex working, status working, everything's doing as it meant to, yeah. And uh, absolutely, back on the bike, it was about 5 p.m. at this point. Mark, the poor bugger, had to drive like another three miles down the motorway to just turn around because it's on the smart motorway. Dumbass motorway. And um, so he gets back and then I bean it on down and it rode absolutely beautifully the rest of the way. Um, And because I was late, 
I may or may not have tested its upper end speed. And yeah, I can say it handles very well. <laughs> yeah. So it was eventful. It should have taken us. We should have been back comfortably by like, I don't know, two bit. We were planning to come back, have a coffee, look at the bike and admire it. Yes. As it was, you got a picture of the bike on my drive as the sun was setting behind it. <laughs> and it's currently now sat in my garage, nestled in between my CBR and the old girl's BMWs. So yeah, it was eventful, and hopefully, some point next week, I might actually be able to get out on that then. Assuming all goes well and I pass. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed, and then yeah, maybe we can get our own little ride. It's ne never, like, how boring would it have been if we just said, yeah, we went to pick up these bag, rode it back, and it was all good? That's, yeah, I did say that, <laughs> I was just like, oh, at least we got a good story to tell. And it was like one multiple of those Multiple breakdowns, well. multiple bikes. Yeah. On multiple motorways <laughs> at the same time. And it's like, most people, like, people could have gone... At that point, like when I'd been sat in a car park for like two and a half hours mm. and I didn't want to leave the bike because I didn't have a lock for it or anything yeah. like that. So I'd yeah. literally sat on the bike for two and a half hours. Just Not that anyone could have nicked it. <laughs> they could have got, got it started. <laughs> yeah. they, uh, they, some people might have got annoyed and some people might have been like, you know, because it was literally a missed clip yeah. like, by Mark who'd, who'd taken him out to test it on other things. Mm -hmm. Some people could have like got mad, shouted at Mark, been like, bloody hell, you know, you should have bloody this and that. Which would have been some people's reactions. yeah. I actually just sat there and made a point of making, saying to Mark, ah, we're all not perfect. Yeah. I literally said it out loud because it's so fucking true. It's and so easy, like, easily done though, isn't it? It just made me think because he, he does so much. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's loads of people who have that person who does loads for them. But then they take them for take advantage of them because yeah. they get used to that person doing loads for them. So then when something goes wrong, they're like, well, it's your fault. That's your fault. That, hang on. How many times have they got you out of this shit or yeah. whatever? You know what I mean? You yeah, don't Mark didn't have to do any of that. He was doing all of that just to be nice to yeah. me and you, really. But, I mean, it, it didn't bother me because I literally wasn't bothered because I've been, me and Mark have been in that many situations with those with bikes generally all the time. Yeah. It's just like part and parcel. It's, it's a bit fun. The only annoyance was, for me, the fucking stockists not having the batteries. I was like, I was more mad at the stores for just not having a, the battery in. Like, they have it in but not charged. What's the fucking point? Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was a, an eventful eventful time but it did just make me it did just make me think when you are you know when you have people helping you when you have people doing things for you appreciate them mm -hmm. you know and um people when they're doing a favor for you if something goes wrong always remember they've been doing you a fucking favor in the first place they didn't have to do shit yeah they don't owe you anything they're doing it out the goodness of their heart yeah, so exactly show them some fucking appreciation if shit goes wrong stand by their side and let it fucking go wrong together and try and sort it out together yeah because I felt really bad because at, at one, basically towards the end, when I was like miles away from you guys and you yeah. thought, and, and no, this was when you'd figured it out and you'd fixed it. And I was like, do you want, shall I come back up then? Because yeah. then I'd have, or like met you on the way. And I was running late for my appointment that I'd already kind of got, got booked in. And you and Mark were both like, no, it's all good. You've got it. But I still really felt guilty. I was like, <laughs> yeah. even though I can't, I physically can't do anything. I have, I'm, yeah. I'm just so I could be there. Just turn and go, thanks. Yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't get to say goodbye to anyone properly. Because I, like, yeah. I still had your bits in my well, you, car. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. Because yeah. I was intending to go back to Lexi's afterwards, but because it all ran late, I literally ended up having to go straight home, head head back. Um, and yeah, I felt guilty for like not being able to like thank everyone properly. I think I think I left a voice note or something oh, yeah, no, on the did. night yeah. to, or yeah. the next morning or something like that. But I don't know it just felt wrong how it had to like 
I know it sounds weird, but how it ended. Because I think in my head, well, we all had this idea of, oh, it'll be really cool. We're all going to ride back together. and like, Yeah, because Mark was supposed to ride back with me. Yeah. And then do, li- yeah, it would have been really cool. It all just kind of went a bit shit. <laughs> but, but no, it's that actually, is 100% in hindsight, how, though, it's good. How it all works. It was, yeah. But the fact that Mark's bike broke on the way down there is way better than if we'd have wanted to all go out and then his bike broke. Because mm, yeah. now, since then, he's got, had to go and find the issue. So the reason his bike was broken is. Again, something really simple. There was a break in one of the in some of his wires yeah. in the connectors coming out of his stutter. Um, just a time a time thing issues, you know, with weathering and stuff that happens. So now he's replacing the connectors on there, and he'll be good to go. So all of these things, like it, it's all as it's meant to be, because he'll now get to come and ride on your first ride, yeah, with us. Whereas if that hadn't happened, and then it happened on that, he wouldn't have got to do that, and that would have been. That'd have been poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he'll get. We'll get the better journey as a result of this yeah. one messing up. Maybe next week. I really hope so. Yeah. Really hope so. Even if it, even if it's just an hour or something like that. Like I'm. I, you won't just do an hour if you're on it. I know. I know. Not. Well, a I don't know how. That's the thing. I don't know how long I'll be able to. I think I'll have to stop more, like more frequently, just because one, that position is going to feel pretty alien. So I reckon it's going to be a bit hot, like. Harder on my body when I first like went yeah, out what on you're the first gonna couple get of rides, when aching in weird places, and you're gonna get a uh, stiff traps because yeah. I guarantee you'd be like, yeah, without realizing it. You got to do the shimmy. Mm. So this is uh, something that me and Mark all do. We'll shimmy as we're riding. So if you start to look look a bit stiff, one of us will be like shimmy it, and we just like and you shake it off, and you do realize like how you've become quite static. Yeah. Because the, the trick is on the bike is to stay loose. Like constantly just stay, like move a little bit, stay loose, make sure that you're not, not tightening up and mm. sitting like a, a rock. Yeah. Um, but it'd be good because you've got like three three generations of riders on one ride then. You have you's just passed. Yeah. Mark, who is only really still in the fetal stages of, of bike li- li- life because mm. he's, he's only passed a few years. Then you've got me. I've been doing it like seven or eight years now. So I'm by no means an expert but I've kind of done big tours, gone abroad. Um, I've ridden tons of different bikes and experienced a lot of, 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 of uh, feelings on different bikes. So I'm able to kind of help if you feel, oh, it feels like it's doing this, it's doing that. And I can be like, oh, I remember that was that this. And I can yeah. say what happened with me. I wish um, a lot of the conversations that we've had in the past and also experiences where like you, you had like the multiple different Harleys and stuff like that. Cause I, I, I was interested in it, but like my understanding of bikes was so little compared yeah. to, not that I know much now, but I know a lot more now. I have a much better understanding and the, the physicality and the practicality of being on the bike as well. And now having a bike gives you more reason to want to know. Yeah, so it, it'd make like those conversations way more interesting and I think I'd get way more appreciation out of it. Like you, when you brought the um, the electric Harley down, Oh, yeah. Down the gym, and like I don't know, it was it was amazing and really cool. But I think like s- some of the novelty was lost on me because of that. So I don't know, s- just a few things. Yeah, that bike was fun for about two days, and then it was just a giant scooter. Yeah, and electric bikes, you can hear every and so plasticky because obviously there's no big engine. It's just a giant battery which is covered in plastic, and everything's plastic, plastic, plastic. When you go over anything, it goes like everything rattles on it, and you can hear it all because there's no engine. Yeah, to cover to cover to the noise. It. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it at all. Oh really? Yeah, I could see it would only. It'd be good if you wanted it as a city bike. Yeah, for like zipping around the city, perfect. Yeah, but doing what motorbikes do for the what I love, not a chance. Yeah, there was a few other things that happened. So we had the, the Halloween party at the gym. 
I was a pirate, but everyone thought I was Jack Sparrow. But yeah. I wasn't trying to be Jack Sparrow. You were definitely But I just, I did end up, end up, end up looking very Jack Sparrow. So then at, at some point during the evening, you put the Pirates of the Caribbean music on. Yeah. And then everyone just looked at me and went, run. <laughs> just, so you did? And I went, what, just around? And they went, yeah, like Jack. Do it now, yeah, yeah, monkey day. boy. Pressured you into doing it, and you all right. I guess I'll do it. You did a good job, to be fair. Yeah, off the cuff. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. I uh, I got really high. Oh yes, you did. And then and then everyone wanted photos, and you were like, "Do I really have to? I'm really high." Yeah. <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, you do." You went, "Oh no." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd been drinking a fair bit. I had uh, well. I had maybe, I think I had probably about six beers at this point. And then someone was like, I won't say who, um, said, oh, do you want to come out for a smoke? Um, I know he meant some weed. So, yeah, that's fine. Headed out. And I was using his dry herb vaporizer. Oh, they're dangerous, those. And it's a completely different brand to the one I have and never used it before. So, grabbed it. There was no button or anything. Just start, had to inhale. Started started pulling on it. Hang on, there's no button. No, you literally just. Oh, is it no? It heats up to a it certain just heats thing. Heats up and then, up and then oh, that's yeah, you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I was I was going for it, thinking, oh, this is really like it. It not blocked, but there was not a lot of airflow. So I was there going like yeah, felt- really fighting to pull something through. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm really getting much here. So I was there going like. Like a full lung, <laughs> trying to get it, get something out of this thing, and then like started breathing out, and smoke instantly came out, and I was like, "Oh, I have got some." I didn't realize I'd got this much, and then kept exhaling, kept exhaling, kept exhaling, more and more smoke, like to the point where I'm running out of what is well theoretically what should be air in my lungs, just going like, smoke. smoke's still coming, and I was like, "I've just taken the biggest fucking hit out of this," and I've not realized because it was so smooth. Yeah. Um, that is the danger of them because there's such a subtle taste compared to when you obviously do a bong type thing or yeah. actually a, a yeah, blunt. Yeah, a spliff or a yeah, blunt. Sometimes, and depending on the strain, it can be almost tasteless. Yeah, yeah, it was super smooth. I did not realize at all until I got it all out, and then I was like, "Oh fuck!" But I was, I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, I'll have another, I'll have another, another few." But I was much more aware. You plonker. But I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel high, obviously, because it hadn't really kicked in. And I did. I was like, I didn't realise how much it was going to accelerate, basically, because of already drinking. I was at like a really nice mellow level. But yeah, after smoking, it just went whoop and just kept going. Yeah, so how much did it keep going? Because I left at about 11-something, and you were still on the upward swing at yeah, that stage. I have no idea... When anyone left, I don't know what the fuck happened. I, I just know I was tidying up at the end of the night, really high. Like I think it must have took me like half an hour to like wash up a couple of dishes. Like I, I got home at like half one in the morning. Oh my god! I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I was like there trying to tidy up, but like had no no lost track. Like lost my ability to track time. I was having like. Moments where I was really like chilled, it was a really nice high, but then I'd have like a moment of like extreme paranoia for like five (laughs) seconds and then I'd settle back down. (laughs) 
<laughs> so basically, it looks a little bit like you're really just calmly cleaning one fork for 20 minutes and, and then all, and of, then all of a sudden you just go... Hmm? Oh, no, yeah, and, and, it, and it would be just like, how long is it taking me to clean this fork? What's everyone else doing? What, what do they think I'm doing? Because this is taking me ages. And then I'm like, oh, I best clean the fork. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, and Emma left you at this point to go home? Or no, no, she was clean. She'd like vacuumed the entire gym so you in the, the time <laughs> it took me to do about fucking eight bits of washing up. <laughs> I And I carried on drinking after... I had, like not like after I came came back in, I had another few beers. Oh. You didn't do yourself any favors. No, I didn't. No. Oh man, it was good. I had I was in a great mood, and several people after had no idea. They told me, oh, I didn't even realize. I was like, oh yeah, I still got it. I still, I still got hide, it. Still can still hide it. That but time, I know with you, I was like completely honest. The, the, Be- yeah. Because yeah. I walked through the door, and you were like, oh, you called me over, and I was like, oh. God. <laughs> and I said, I can't, I can't remember exactly what I said. I was like, Lex, do you require much of me? <laughs> yeah. That's, and you, so I went, so I'm, I'm really high. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And you went, do I have to? Because I'm really high. Yeah. And I went, yeah, you do. Uh, people want photos. You went, oh, no. <laughs> Just like that. And yeah. then kind of looked really like disheartened. Yeah. Like, this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fail to be able to photograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. I've, did you get those photos? I think I've got... I don't know who's... So they're not on my phone. Someone will have them. I'll find oh, them. Okay, yeah. I have no idea. on my phone. Oh, they might be on my phone. Hang on. Let me look. Yeah, I, I can't remember. But yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I've got... Oh, yeah, here you are. Am I Let's baked? See. Do I look terrible? <laughs> you look quite smug. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't look too bad there, yeah. That's not, not a bad photo. Yeah, no, that... Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, you did all right. I'm going to see if I can find one where you don't look all right. <laughs> oh, I mean, hilarious. you literally don't move for any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Cha- everybody else's money position changes. I'm, I'm, you are absolutely rock solid. It's, it's because I'd like I'd got one position. I was like, yep, I'm, this is this, the one I'm this sticking with. This is the with. one. This is the one. I think there's a moment here where you're like... I'm uh, not even able to blink. Yeah. There's a bit here. Actually, I think you should get high more for photos. You look quite... Yeah, I don't think... I think I think you should maybe get high because look how natural that photo looks. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good that, natural smile. That is smile. like the ultimate natural smile in a photo. My eyes are a little bit more squinty than they probably would be normally. But the makeup not... helps cover that up. Yeah, true. That's not too bad. I'm happy right, with that. Right. I, I was expecting to... I mean, there is one photo that represents your reality, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that one. Where you're ever so slightly out of focus. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's weirdly, how, that's how I... only you. That is weird. <laughs> There's four of us in that photo and only you are out of focus. <laughs> and we're all stood in the line <laughs> on exactly the same plane. How does that even happen? I don't know. Who took these photos? I don't know. How did this even happen? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but anyway, so it was good though. I was in a, in a room full of people that... I know and I trust and that, you know. Yeah, that always happens at the BCB because you've got a few people that like an old tootle toot. Yeah, so. No, the best was... was when you all decided to do it out the back of the, at the gym and forgot that you had a giant intake fan. Yeah. And no. so we all stood there getting nicely twiddled, not realizing you're exhaling into a giant. Well, the fan, fan. was above us. It, was only, it only happened, <laughs> it was only one drag that, that <laughs> like, 
they exhaled, and then we literally saw it come out and then just go <laughs> straight, straight in. up into the fan and then just blew into the gym. <laughs> and and then everybody, everybody at the same time just went, ooh, someone's smoking. Yeah. Well, I, after that, went and held and went to a zoo and held one of these. What the f- that? <laughs> that is a South American hissing cockroach. That's horrendous. Yeah, actually quite cool. Yeah. I, do you know, I was I walked in. You know when you walk in somewhere yeah. and you see something and you go, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like a giant cockroach. Every time I've seen anybody pick up bugs, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Look at it. But there was this unassuming little girl yeah. monitoring these bugs. Yeah. And she was like, would you like to hold one? Yeah. At which point I was like... Yeah, yeah, of course I would. Of course would. I would, yeah. Well, fine, nibble its head off if you ask me to. Like, it looks tasty, that does, Matt. In my head, I'm going, absolutely freaking not. That looks like a pebble that became a demon. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. But the One reason, because when we all die, those fuckers will still be alive. Yep. You can nuke everything, they don't care. And then I held it. It's actually really chill. It yeah. didn't care at all. It was really gentle. It's not anything icky. And I was like, oh, it's really cool. And I sat and chilled with it for a while. And now I would pick up a cockroach again. Well, yeah, and that was a hissing one. It wouldn't hiss though. Really? Yeah. Did yeah. Hiss at it. I wanted it to hiss, but you have to make a mad to get hiss. And she was like, "No, it's too chill on you. It doesn't care." Uh. I was like, "Oh." And then there was one of these two. Oh, hairy one. A tarantula. Nice. But they're dead. They don't feel them. And then there was also a farmer lookalike, and I'll put this up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is hilarious. She's yeah. Got, got the same beard. Yeah. So you can see me on the right and a goat on the left wearing. I like how you had to, na- you had to <laughs> clarify. Okay. I thought you were the one on the left, actually. Yeah. Because oh, I had your, uh, your surprise birthday. Oh, yeah. There's a video of the... That's massive. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, kind of chill, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so then I, I had a... Yeah, that's true. That's and then I had a surprise birthday meal. Yeah, which we all nearly died on the way to. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, we did. Yeah, so... Um, a surprise meal was arranged for me with family and friends. I had no clue about it. It was especially funny because, um, well, we'll get when I arrived there. The place that we arrived to outside, their big advertisement was that it was a pub with pesto, and I was like, "What pubs have ever needed pesto? And what pub has needed pesto so much that they want to advertise the fact that they discovered pesto?" I said, where the hell are we? Because I had no clue what was going on at this point. We'd driven driven an hour, really, to get there. And in the drive, so it was that kind of subtly torrential rain the whole time. So what that means is floods, big aquaplaning puddles. And we hit a a puddle on the way there that I've never experienced before. It washed the whole car as we hit the puddle. It was like a cartoon. Just black. Everything went black. It covered the headlights, the winds, everything just went. For an instant, there was nothing. It was like you were in the middle of a car wash. Yeah. It was crazy. And you know what my reaction was? I laughed. <laughs> Apparently, I don't scare easy. <laughs> Even though I thought, oh, death, I laughed. <laughs> yeah, I think because you just don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. don't know what that reaction was. Anyway, so yeah. And then when we got to the, to the pub, the pesto pub, which then underneath it, said something like the pub with pesto and then it was cabbage cabbage hall cabbage hall yeah i was like what so they found pesto and before that they were proud of cabbages 
What? Oh, where are we going? And when we walked in, honestly, out loud, I said to the person at the desk, I said, you're right. I said, you haven't run out of cabbages, have you? <laughs> they looked at me like, what are you talking about? Like, clearly nobody's made this joke before. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So. What, what was the reaction? He, was, he, didn't, he didn't know. He just said, what's the name under? Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, okay, I guess I'm just getting nothing. Yeah, yeah he, just, he looked at everybody else in the party but me. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Then we came around the corner and all you lot were waiting. It was lovely. Yeah, because your mom lives in so Manchester, yeah the reason the reason we went to the pesto cabbage patch was it was the middle ground yeah. ish yeah <laughs> it was yeah it was the middle ground so i think you know between mum and me like a couple hours we came a couple hours you came an hour mark yeah mark. yeah cuz lee's like equidistant to what you were in comparison yeah the other way, yeah, the other way. <laughs> yeah you two were the end points yeah, yeah. and it was yeah weather was bad on the drive down bad to, uh, and then, and then it, it turned out, good. it was good food, but it turned out to be an Italian tapas, which I think is wrong. Isn't tapas Spanish? I swear tapas is Spanish. Let's ask the Every Lord. The Lord of Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's just where one brain goes. It's right away. I don't think, oh, tasty food. I just think of a, an innuendo. Yeah, Spanish. Traditionally, a small savoury dish is snacks appetizers of Spanish cuisine. So it was an Italian Spanish restaurant that specialised in pesto, which again is Italian, yes, and then cabbages, which is British allotments. It was confusing. It was very confused. But the waitress was lovely. Yeah, she was lovely. Food was decent, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, it was really good. And it was just it was fun. Yeah, and it was, was fun. <laughs> yeah, and then so you bought me two lovely bottles of whiskey and some sweets, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. one bag has gone. Yeah, and I may or may not have eaten that last night in bed. No, no, that looks like diabetes in a bag. Exactly. Shall I go get it? Uh, it's not really practical to eat. Oh, okay. Really, like, now. You've, you've got to look like a slob, just like. Oh, we'll do that when we when we've had a toot toot toot. toot. When, when you when you've got more time, hopefully next week. Yeah, it's, uh, I didn't realise that because it's not bonfire night, but it is. Yeah, that's a question. Does anybody go to bonfires anymore? It seems like a, a expensive affair. Twenty Stourbridge Rugby Club. Fucking everybody in the entire world going. Do they charge you to go in? I think so. Yeah. See, because when I was up north, up north, up north, it was just like an event put on by the council, the town council. And you all went along, and it was just a big fire. And the fireworks put on by the council for the entire town. Yeah, and but what would happen is all the stores would stay open later, so it would it would be incentive for the town everyone to you know make money on the night and a whole it was a great thing. And now I went to look to go on here, thirty five pounds a car. Yeah, thirty five quid. They put a firework display, two fireworks displays on, and then a big fire. But thirty five pounds a car. Yeah, to be honest, all the ones I've been to that are near me, they're all private. Like yeah. Place Himley Hall, not too far from me, and that does the biggest firework display in our area. I don't know how much particularly time that is, but uh, I just thought... that was always the one that everyone used to go to. And the the fire is fucking huge. It's always mm. huge. And every year, every single year, <laughs> they build it all up, massive, massive pallets, like like building of pallets for it, all ready to go. Every year. Someone sneaks on and sets it on fire before. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. So every 
every year, like a few days beforehand, they're having to like do it, it all again. Oh no! But they always prep it, and it always gets burned. They out. don't learn. I remember this was a real long time ago when I was a kid, and you know they've got that her- uh, Harris fencing, so the, the the portable metal fencing that sits in those big plastic blocks. Do you know what I mean? Like the portable. There's those huge plastic. Feet oh yeah, 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 quite, quite, yeah. Probably like three meters wide. And they have that all around the perimeter to make sure of, to, that's as close as you're Yeah, to hey, dummy, it's a fire, stay away. Um, and, yeah, so uh, the one I was on, it got so hot that the plastic blocks started wilting. <laughs> started like, wilting. The, the fence started, like, collapsing in. Why um, did they anticipate that? It's well, plastic. They obviously, they've obviously messed up, because we were far away. Like, yeah. The thing that was weird is we were stood there and we were okay. But Yeah, just slowly, like a frog in a slowly boiling pot. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I'm going to go and like get to the <laughs> back a little bit. I feel like, if these plastic blocks aren't doing too well, I'm not sure what my face is doing. My mum's friend used to have a massive one in their woods because they, they basically owned land around their house, which was basically a giant woodland down all the way down because they went on you know on these drives when you drive up them and you need a four by four to get up the drive because there's that many potholes it was one of those places and uh so they used to every year it was amazing they had their they'd kit their barn out with like a barbecue big barrels full of drinks uh, jacket potatoes on the barbecue all going in tinfoil and all that stuff and then toffee apples and everything everyone brought their own made own homemade toffee and stuff like that yeah. it was wicked massive bonfire so all the kids and everything was there no safety fences whatsoever but then obviously through the night, all the kids steal drinks yeah. and it was Woody's. Do you remember Woody's? They were like WKD's, but like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were called yes, Woody's. Yes. And they actually tasted better than WKD's. Yeah. Almost, some may say, too good yeah. because they taste like juice. Yeah. Now, they were like an alcoholic joke. Alka yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. That's a good way to describe them, actually. What I was like to describe them as is vomit juice because we drank those like they were orange juice and quickly realized it was not. The same effect as you didn't just need to do a poop or a wee. No, no, you need to vomit out my face. <laughs> and um, but up until vomit out my face, great time. Funniest thing is, is though, wandering back into the barn when you're half cocked, trying to pretend you're not at like 15, 14, 15 years old. So you suddenly go from being this 14 to 15 year old blary thing to hello, mother, I'm just here for one jacket potato. I shall be putting it in the microwave now for one minute and 37 seconds. Nothing to see here. (laughs) This is the worst cover of ever. (laughs) It's only the David Attenborough. Here we have a jacket potato. I shall be cooking it in the microwave. And, um, yeah, we then proceeded to eat our jacket potatoes by the now dying bonfire where we took apart air bombs, took out the gunpowder bang bit, and we just throw, we threw them onto the bonfire. Yeah. And we're like, this is going to be awesome. Nope, nothing happened. For about 20 minutes. Mm. We'd forgotten about it after 10. Yeah. So 10 minutes after we'd forgotten, we thought we were being shot at. <laughs> These things, which went boom, 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 all off. But because they went with such violence, they, they and the, at this point, the bonfire was just almost like the glowing cinders. It just went... Poof, there were these huge fireballs just up into the air. Poof, poof, poof. It was awesome. <laughs> Until someone threw a Lynx can on there. Why is there always a Lynx can nearby yeah, when you're that age? Yeah. 14, 15, Lynx can, no, always within six feet of you. Um, and that was not so fun because that, that, that lodged itself in a fence. 
when it exploded. Yeah, do not throw those things on fireworks. They make a big bang, but the metal goes somewhere. Yeah, and we found, yeah, it was literally in a fence. Yeah, I was going to say, if that fucking hit you. Yeah, not good. That's hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Well, these smell great. A little bit burning though. Yeah. At least the wound would instantly cauterize as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Straight in. Cut you and cauterize you. Yeah. Smell f- skin and Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Africa is still the best smelling deodorant like ever made, that, I think. Um, what was that chocolate one? Was it just called chocolate? You're just smearing chocolate on yourself. I love this deodorant. Dairy milk, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah, it <laughs> just a giant bar. <laughs> rubbing it. it. <laughs> uh, never, never knew there was a chocolate one. Yeah, they did Lynx chocolate. Oh, a Lynx chocolate. They did a Lynx one. And I don't know what it was, but it was like a... Oh, they've done a Marmite one. It's horrific. Lynx it's Marmite. the worst thing. No, they have not. I've got it out there. I got it last Christmas. It is disgusting. It is like Java and Marmite or something. I do not know. Like I, and they don't smell good like Marmite. You'd be better just letting them stink up. It's terrible. I it's... can imagine, like, because the thing is, because all of the deodorants, a bit of your body odor kind of goes into yeah, that it becomes, smell, yeah, it, like, yeah. but makes it more pleasant. Whereas, like, Marmite <laughs> is not the thing that you would like. I mean, who even thought of that? I'm going to partner with Marmite. Our dairy milk idea is better than that. Yeah. But who in the office was like, this year, boys, we need to come up with something a little bit. You know, yeah. bit out of the ordinary. We need something from left field. John in the corner, he's been late for breakfast. He's just walked in. He's, as he comes to the door, you know, he's like got a plate, a cup of tea, and half a piece of toast in his mouth covered in Marmite. And one of the blokes has gone, genius. <laughs> Done. Right, off to the pub. <laughs> what do you reckon, like, whoever fucking owns Marmite, they've just been reaching out to all, every other company <laughs> yeah. that's to use their stuff in Marmite anything. <laughs> <laughs> Marmite motor oil. Yeah. Yeah, so Marmite car fresheners. Oh, actually, I might not mind a Marmite car freshener. That would be, that's got to be a fucking... But spraying Marmite on your body is weird. Yeah, it's really weird, that. I have no idea why they were doing that. No. no. I think it was... I'm pretty sure it was Java Marmite blend. Try and find it. If you can find Marmite links, buy it for somebody you don't like. <laughs> if you get a Marmite links this Christmas, that person doesn't like you. Talking about gifts. Now we've actually gone through this. How fucking nice is it? It's delicious. Even after the cigar, yeah. it still doesn't go overly smoky. No. Mmm. No. That is. Solid that. It's a very yeah. So it's a little bit peppery with heat, but the heat stays in the mouth. Doesn't warm the chest. It warms warms the mouth. Warms the yeah, it does. And then it 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 doesn't really dissipate either. It's a very a very solid taste throughout. It doesn't it doesn't get too much softer. It starts very smooth, but stays with the same heat and the same spice as you're going along, which is testament to the older a whiskey is, the the kind of the the more sustainable that that flavor palette is for, isn't it? Yeah. From start to finish. So yeah, Evan Williams, that is a hell of a gift if you want to get one. It looks great. It tastes great. It is a Kentucky bourbon, so it's not overly smoky. It's a little little hint of smoke there. Little bit of little, little bit of a uh, little bit of a uh, smoke on the back of the back of the palate, but other than that, it's pretty much just peppery, datey heat. There we go. So that's our tales. I think that's all our tales for now. Yeah, I think that's everything. I think next week. I was going to have a rant this week about some stuff. I had a bit of a ranty week. 
You know, you're just looking around because oh, I've I've got myself a challenge. Actually, can I finish on a rant? Yeah, right. Okay, listen. It's a gym rant. I have a few rants. I just the gym one was the last one that came to my head. I was in the gym the other day, and I was watching uh, the the one with old people in it. So Bannertines. It was a close one. Yeah, got my band on representing. Swoop. Still, like the problem is they give you this band, and it's kind of cool because you like beep you beep you lock your lockers with it, and you do everything. You beep yourself in, but if you gotta like have it on you, it's not like a key ring. You're going to wear it. And so if you forget it, which I do, because I'm not going to wear Well, I'm still wearing it now. But it's not cool enough to wear all the time. So... Yeah, especially when you see loads of old-eyed pensioners walking around. Yeah, just as bad. There's no need for it to have all this down the side. Like, for about five minutes, they're staring at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the idea is is you can clock into the cardio machines with it as well yeah. and stuff and it tells you all that that's nonsense it gives you your heart rate and stuff it's cool yeah it's a cool idea good idea but a bit meh anyway um, I was just looking around and other than the fact that 90% of people in the gym do not have a fucking clue what they're doing which is bizarre to me like who how are they in there Not like who's not teaching them someone needs to walk around and stop these people harming themselves it's it's just like today I watched a guy I couldn't even tell you what the exercise he was doing it, it's like he went from doing a tricep behind the head lift to yeah so he went from jacking someone off behind his head to literally just pulling it backwards and forwards like this from so from going from behind the head to the front of the head and that was it that was his motion I do not know what he thinks he was working he was stood he was stood he was doing a pullover but stood up for just zero point yeah yeah and then uh, the other version, uh, the other thing he did was get a kettlebell and swing it all the way up above his head so his arms are fully straight above his head. Then he just let it shoof, back down and then he whip it all the way back up there. And I just, I, I don't know if he was trying to, I don't know, maybe it was penance. Maybe he was trying to <laughs> atone for his sins. I don't know. <laughs> 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 the tricep pushed down extended. whipping himself. <laughs> 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 Holy Mary, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's a bit of that going on, but the main one was this, right? Stop going to the fucking gym and thinking that just because you go into a gym that you're doing anything of fucking worth. Anything that requires results requires fucking effort. The amount of people I saw in there on a machine, their primary focus when they were in that gym was talking to somebody or checking anything else that was going on, whether it be their watch, their phone, or anything. And the fucking sets were the last thing on their fucking mind. Yeah. And yet these people, at the same time, would judgingly look around at other people. Mm. I saw it, yeah. because I was judgingly looking around at everybody. <laughs> the thing that annoys me the most is when people are actually... Like, it normally happens on like a leg extension or something like that. Oh, like texting. Yes, drives me you're on a leg extension, And the white's like so light... They're just there doing texting it. whilst doing they're, it. Yeah, they're doing it, and like it's basically cardio at that point because it's, it's not even like, cardio. Yeah, not even like it's not. It's, no it's just motion. Yeah, they've done like fifty so, reps at this point. There was that. There's that. So I watched this one. I'm gonna. This isn't sexist, but it was women both times. Okay, I've seen plenty of men doing the dumb. The guy. The, it was a guy doing the dumb shit motion thing. And there's plenty of guys do it. It's just there were two women for these examples. One, she was on the adductor machine. She was talking to her friend. Her the the I don't know, a friend it might not have been. 
She, the other person was leaning over onto the machine that she was using. So once again, interrupting somebody else during their workout, clearly, and this other person wasn't in shape either, clearly not giving a fuck that they're interrupting someone because they're leaning over the machine, stopping them even being able to use it. So that in itself is is one thing. That tells you what their mindset's like. Because I would never dream of even talking to somebody during a set, never mind leaning on the fucking machine they're trying to use so that they couldn't use it. So they're conversing about some kind of bullshit. And then when that woman walks away, this other woman doesn't crack on with the f- eight-minute rest she's just had. Yeah. She does two reps, and then her watch beeps. She stops, checks what's going on on her eye messages, has a little something, and then goes back and does eight more reps and fucks off. And, I'm like, and you're going to come back in six months and complain that you... I'm saying to you, mate, the friends are like, I'm going to the gym all the time. I just don't see any changes. These are the fucking people. And, and it just drives me fucking crackers. Like, you're in there, and don't just... You know, she'd be like, oh, I'll go to the gym for an hour every day. Yeah, you do 10 minutes fucking work. And it's not, and, and, there's a, and then there was somebody else on the elliptical machine. I'm not kidding you. She would have been better just going outside for a fucking walk through the shops. It was like, plod, plod. This was the speed on an elliptical, which literally in, creates motion for you. She was, def- she was defying the motion it was trying to take. And I was like, and I just looked at more energy to go slow. Fucking, and I just looked at her and I just thought, she's headphones in, all of the night kit on, and all this shit. And it's like, do you, in your, I, in your delusional little world, what the fuck do you think that is doing? Like you, you're in a gym you doing. Get bonus XP for just being in the gym. This is what they think. They think you get bonus XP for being in the gym, and you fucking don't. Listen. So when you go to the gym, make it your fucking goal to work when you're in there, because this will cross over into everything else you fucking do. I guarantee these people do the same shit outside and complain when stuff doesn't happen for them. I guarantee it, because I know when I don't do shit here, stuff doesn't happen for me. That's the thing, though. That that's unfortunately the majority of. I don't even want to call Palatons like a commercial gym because it's not commercial. Palatons is like a premium spa gym. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so actually a decent gym though. Like I didn't think I would want to join it, but because I when I went to look at it, I didn't think I was going to Palatines. I thought I was going to one which is called the, the Shrewsbury Club. Yeah, I actually got them muddled up. So when I went in, I was like, oh, this isn't the place I thought it was. And then when I looked in the gym, it's all uh, techno gym stuff, yeah. which is decent, yeah. and there's loads of plate loaded uh, things, and there's actually a, a couple of really decent. People that go there, like some, like a lot of rugby lads and stuff, all go there. And I don't know, they, I think you get corporate memberships, so you get like a lot of uh, a lot of lad lads going there because it, it's through their work. So they're paying like next to nothing, where everyone else is paying through the nose. Yeah. So, so that I think that's why there's a benefit of it because it gets corporate stuff. I think they up it a bit. So yeah, I think that's unfortunately just the the way that a lot of chain. I don't mind that. Listen, I don't want. They but they but they they are. A gym. They're not to help you get in shape. They're a building full of gym equipment. Weird. The rest is on you. you got yeah, to, you got to figure it all but out. You see, in equal in equal spade, there's little old ladies in there kicking ass. Mm. Like there's little old ladies. I look at it now and like I hope I'm fucking like that when I'm wrinkly as that. But I think as well, a lot of time people people you've got to have your shit together enough to sort it out yourself. Mm. Um, from, from, and most people, you know, just aren't even aware. Most of those people that are probably there doing those lazy-ass workouts or not even really working out don't know that they're not working out. They think that that's what everyone else does in the gym. They think that turning up 
they, they, they can't look at you yeah. or work out and you sweating and differentiate, oh, that guy's doing something different to me. It's not even that. Like, I don't expect them to be anything like me, but I just can't fathom where in their brain they think this is a worthwhile part of their time coming in and doing what they're doing. Like, because they're going to be complaining about it, yet it's their fault. I guarantee that they're not going home happy and seeing changes. Mm. They, no, they're only getting worse yeah. because literally what they're doing is having zero impact. Yeah. And the app, like, how long are they? Say it's an hour. Like, the hour's still the hour, whether they put the work in or that's not. That's what I mean, and that's what they're done doing. The hour. We've been in for an hour. Yeah, but you, literally that's all you've done. Yeah. Walked into the building for yeah. an hour and walked out. Yeah, you've like, done 15, 10 minutes zip. work, something like that. Yeah. I just, I don't know, it's driving me potty. And it is, I think, it because we, we do train, like, in more... But well, weightlifting focused gyms as yeah. a rule. So going to one of these commercial ones is really open to my eyes as to how much more work these businesses should be putting into showing people how to train. And also, I think they're scared of saying like, I was watching the PTs in there. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh no. They literally, it makes me mad because these people are paying, but I don't know whether it's for the socials or whatever, like the, the, not socials as in media, as in like, oh, it's a chat with someone. Yeah. I watched one PT whilst chat through and with the person she was beating whilst they were doing an exercise full chat yeah. like exercise was secondary to the chat yeah. and it was just mind-boggling and i thought they were it was better there i thought they would be better there because these people must be paying through the nose no nope. it's not, generally it's worse most of the time which is uh it's it's unfortunate that that's kind of where the where yeah. the priorities lie but that's it all the time the amount of people we get in the amount of coaching clients that we get in and they've been training training <laughs> in our places comments. for years yeah and and they still come to me and when i start asking them questions they're like i have no idea and i was like okay that's fine like it's all right because i'm kind of used to it now yeah but that's the norm that's more often than not they have no idea and they've also worked with personal trainers in the past and they still have no idea so it's not that they've just not made progress that they've actually paid for somebody to help them and that person hasn't even given them the basics. Yeah. And like, that is... Here's the basics for you. Very if you, common. If you ain't sweating and you're not hurting, and you're not questioning if you can go on, you're not doing enough. Yeah. It's that fucking simple. Yeah. So please stop being taken for a ride or stop taking yourself for a ride. If you're going to go, just listen, put in the fucking effort and, and make sure that you're being progressive. Make sure that you're not being taken. Stop being taken for a ride. Stop letting people charge you to have a fucking chat. Mm. Stop... Going and thinking, when you go in to do some work at a gym, your main priority is the workout, yeah. not saying hello to everybody, having a chat. You can do all that, but just do it at appropriate moments. Do it before, do it after, not in between. Get your focus, get in there and put the fucking work in. Because I just, I don't know, I just think with, with too many people are living in this delusion that they're going to the gym. You're walking into the building and not actually putting any fucking work in and you complain that nothing's happening. Nothing works when your diet works. I train all the time. Yeah, you're going to be disheartened because you're not actually putting any fucking effort in. Then you're not learning what effort actually feels like. You're not learning what being progressive feels like. And you're not learning what discomfort feels like. So the moment you feel discomfort, you stop. Yeah, you check out. And you check out and you're done. And that will pass through into every other fucking thing you do, I guarantee it. So yeah, just do it so it stops annoying me. Yeah, please. Do it for Lexi's sake. Do it for me. So when I look around the gym, when he's other, not here, you can doss around. Other people kicking ass that I can look at and be like, "Fuck yeah!" And then it gets me back in. Yeah, it is. Um, it's pretty eye-opening, isn't it? When you when you go back to those places, it was. It's it's unbelievable. That's where we all started. Most of us. It's unbelievable. It's it's crazy. Mm. It, just the lack, the sheer lack of knowledge. So if you don't know, ask. If you don't know, ask. And also, um, if 
you're training something and eight other body parts are moving other than the bit you're training, you're not doing it right. That's pretty pretty good one to go off. Yeah, that's always a good shout. Yeah, yeah. If if everything else is moving alongside, you're not doing it right. Yeah. But that's, that was all. That was my one rant. I have a few. I have a few things. Well, we'll we'll leave we'll it. We'll leave it at that. One. But they're all all with positives. I just want people to do better. One thing uh, I was thinking on the on the drive down that we haven't done in ages. We haven't done a, a good Q and A. Oh yeah. So maybe next week. Next week Q and A. We'll get a, a video up on the stories. Yep. And I want them to be like old school, old stupid, school, like, stupid question Q and A. Would this? So we'll, there would we go. This so win ne- in a, a fight versus that. Or next like... week we'll have a, a comedy rant and a Q and A. Yeah. And it will lead us into our festive seasons yeah. as it's as to come because it's going to be. I think it's going to be a fun Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Cool beans. Right. right. Well, I'm going to go home. Been a pleasure. I know. Sucks. I know. But yeah, you got to get home for roll over the dog so he doesn't um, try and eat everyone because of boom booms in the air. Yeah, all the fireworks going off and stuff yeah. like that. It's first, uh, first, first bonfire night, so we'll see how we. Hopefully, how we he's just chill and doesn't care, and that'll be it for the rest of the time. Yeah, fingers crossed. We'll have to see. There we go. So, there it's, as always, leave behind in the week that's gone all the bad. Bring forward what was good. Hope you had a great and safe bonfire weekend, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one, which will be comedy rants and Q and A. Farewell, everybody. Toodle pip. pip.